used to be such good friends. We could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, what? And you said, Forget about love or even attraction It's only a new love And yet yeah, new oh. would be nice Forget about would be Forget about would be And new would be nice Forget about would be Forget about friendship Forget about love Good morning everybody, welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. Something like that. I am a host. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been um, a while. It's been a while. Uh, fuck it. We're going live and shit. That would be our uh, another host, Cassandra. Hi. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> Just Not the podcast. <laughs> no. We're here 20 minutes late. I'm on the SI. I'm on the Sir website right now, and I'm trying to see if we're playing, and I don't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we take uh, two weeks off, and everything goes further to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank mm-hmm. you for joining in. If you're listening live, like Carrie Lynn is, and Chris Miller, hopefully Jane, uh, Tyson, Michael Benhock, and um, uh, um, Darren. In Wolf Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. I got, uh, did I mention Tyson? Hey, I Tyson. So. The, uh, those Evan? last last two, uh, they manage the uh, Tumblr page that would be noonerpodcast.tumblr.com. Nooner Podcast on the Twitter, noonerpodcast.gmail.com for the mail sack. Hey, Evan, in Roseville, California. Um, oh, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that you. <laughs> We're amazing. <laughs> We're technical geniuses. Yes, I didn't do shit. I literally sat here and texted and read articles and didn't say a word to you because I didn't want to be told to save it. Save it. Shut I up. Did. I didn't save it. So, no, what was the article that you read? <sighs> I, didn't, I, I read a couple articles. Um, but the one that made one you of go them, <sighs> One of them was about how Hillary Clinton's presidency is inevitable, but it's already over. Because Republicans will spend four years just trying to weed out these scandals rather than rebuilding themselves and perhaps trying to appeal to anybody who isn't a white nationalist. Um, they'll instead just try to make Hillary Clinton's presidency as hard as possible. So guess who gets punished, everybody? Us. Yeah. Unless you live in another country, in which case, I guess... Well, you know, you might be punished somehow, too. Uh, but that doesn't make, you know, we are so fucking sick of that. Uh, we were just actually discussing how sick of this election cycle we are. I don't want it to be happening anymore. I know. I'm just like, I'm sick of like, I'm sick of punditry. I'm sick of uh, everybody on all sides. But I do, uh, I- at the same time, this is an incredibly important uh, election. So if you're at all on the fence um, how? I, I, <laughs> how the fuck are you? <laughs> how the fuck are you in the fence? Um, but if uh, if you are at all concerned, or or if you want to talk to people about it, look at the issues. Look at look at the policy stances of the the 
two nominees and you can go to uh, go to like the nonpartisan websites and and really just look at the issues themselves or and, or just vote for Hillary <laughs> or watch five minutes of Donald Trump talking and right. go oh that guy's repeated himself three times yeah I don't think that this is the right thing to do yeah I mean there there's like Say what you will about Hillary Clinton, though. but she's a substantive person. She's a <laughs> she substantive public uh, servant. She's dedicated to um, uh, this country, unlike Donald Trump, who, well, I, I, anyhow, I mean, really just uh, like there's all this, these, these things about uh, Donald Trump's charity giving and these emails that come out of nowhere for, for Hillary, you know, against Hillary Clinton. But you. But they're you really not even her emails. They're not even her emails. But nobody cares. Nobody cares. And, uh, but really, like, if you look at the issues themselves, I think there, there are distinct differences between these two individuals, and how they would govern. And I think it's pretty clear. Uh, one understands the Constitution, and the other has just no clue. Have you even read it, Mr. Trump? Oh, spot on. Spot um, on, <laughs> gold star. Yeah, because uh, you're Khan. Yeah, Khan. Yeah, uh, nice nails, by the way. Oh, thank you. What, w- w- are you, what was the occasion? They're, they're Life. Nice. I'd like to have nice nails. They're beautiful. Thank um, you. They're, they're a, a deep cranberry color. Are those gels? No. No. No, but they're acrylics. Acrylics. Now, is that, what does that mean? They're fake. Oh. But. I bought it. Yeah, but. If my real nails look this nice, man, I'd have a lot more going for me. Well, how have you been for the past two weeks? I don't know. I wasn't in fucking Japan. How are you? I was in fucking Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, I was, you know, we had uh, listeners um, like Ricky who lived in Japan telling me things, had friends pre- preparing me. But nothing prepared me for being in Japan. It was uh, pretty fucking awesome. I bet it was so cool. It's it's a it's an interesting country. It's like so culturally different from ours. Um, like there's no litter anywhere. There's mm. there's uh, people are are like it's a very crowded. We were on the subways like at rush hour in Tokyo, and it's just like what you see in the movies. Just like just people crammed. You know, you're, you're just, it's like sardines in a can. I don't know if I like that. I, I, d- there's no way people like it, but people just <laughs> do it. They don't complain. They don't shove. They don't, you know. Do they drive? Uh, some, but the this rail system is just everywhere. Mm. And so you can get anywhere. It's much faster to get across town. Is it like New York? Train. E- even more so. There's Howie. just trains everywhere. And, uh, and nobody looks at anybody in the eye. Which is odd. So, like, you're on the the train, and like, just people are just like, fa- like, looking at nothing, looking at their phones. Nobody talks. Nobody exchanges pleasantries. Or really? Like that. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, nobody gropes each other like in India. Um, I got groped a couple times, but it was by my wife. Well, um, get a room. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> okay. This like. And so it's like really high tech too. Like you can like uh, everything is on time. Like <laughs> you know, I guess the the train operators get fined <coughs> if they're too late or too early. Oh boy! So everything's on time. Like I thought, like oh, this train is here early, and then hopped on board. And uh, well, actually, my wife didn't. I went off, and then 
I went to get a, a soda and then I look up and the train just zoomed off and it turns out it was just the train before because the trains come on time. They land for like a 30 you seconds and they go. You guys separated? <laughs> yeah. And here's the crazy thing about Japan. Mm-hmm. There are no fucking street signs. There are no street names. So like you ask for directions and they're like, um, well, this is kind of hard because you got to kind of go down this road and then you'll see this thing on this side. Then you What do they call left. their streets then? I have no fucking clue. Like they, you, they just, you just go. And what I, I, I like I was just glued to my phone the entire time of I had my course. phone in my power pack. And because like I the GPS was just absolutely essential. And even still, I got lost repeatedly. Uh, so like Wh- I have no idea how you did this before before Google Maps. You know, there's just no way. Maybe they had street signs before, but then they now they don't. But like, what does Google Maps say? Just like turn right. Yeah. Now. Yeah, do the go cross, do do the crosswalk, climb up those stairs, and like incredible detail, um, but no street, no street name. I don't at all. understand. I have no idea how, how mail do you even gets put delivered. An address? Yeah, I, I have no idea. No. What fucking like clue. if you live in Japan, Google Maps just doesn't know where Cassandra's house is. <coughs> yeah. No. Does, do people know their cor- What the fuck? What the fuck, Japan? I don't. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this now. <coughs> The other thing that's like, okay, so there's no littering, but also there are no trash cans anywhere, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing. So people just hold onto their trash and they get rid of it, get rid of it like every, you know, hundred yards or whatever, quarter mile, there's a trash can. You think that if they had that in LA or in New York, people would use it? Trash cans? Every like hundred yards. Oh, well, no, we have more, many more trash cans here. Oh, people just don't use it. But like they, I don't know. Well, okay. Then I found out the reason why they don't have trash cans there is because there was that that cult that uh, like blew up sarin gas in the subways, killing dozens of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, nerve gas, and they p- apparently st- threw the like planted those uh, gas bombs in trash cans. Ah, and so people got paranoid, so they got rid of them. Um, so where are they throwing their trash? I have no are idea. Are they eating it? I, yeah, they just stuck, stick it up their butt and then compress it and then poop it out. Oh, yeah. Pooping is great there, too. Every fucking toilet seat has like a little hose thing that comes out of it. And a bidet? A b- bidet. A built-in bidet and heated seats and like crazy everywhere. Um, and the, here's the other thing. You get great service everywhere you go. Everyone's super polite and really attentive and like... Like, just wants to make sure that you, you're getting everything you ask for. No tipping. Sick. Because they get paid enough? Because they get paid enough. And because they have pride in their job and they're not just... I mean, everybody has... you like No. Okay, well, you do your <laughs> job. But you don't do it, like... Y- you do it because it's your job. You know, not because, like, oh, I'm going to kiss some ass for some tips. Like... Mm. Um, and that's how it works there. And it just makes things so much faster, too, because you're just in and out. Like, you know, you're not waiting for the check. You, you like a lot of places you buy things ahead of time. And so it's like so amazing, like just convenient, fast, relatively. Why don't they like that when I eat at Japanese restaurants out here? I know. Well, I didn't say that they were like super friendly. Like somebody said we met on the plane said like it's kind of a hard place to make friends like because people just aren't friendly. They're like epidemic with people not reproducing anymore over there is insane did you get the vibe 
Did you get the vibe that no one was fucking? Um. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean. Because that's a thing. Uh, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Government's like putting on like singles mixes. Actually, no. There were lots of. Uh, like I saw lots of kids there, which was like I was surprised, and I think that maybe that that those efforts have been working. I don't know. Like that's good. What they had the every like these mothers, they ride on these electric bikes, like these electric motorized bikes uh-huh. like that, um, and then they'll have a kid seat, two kid seats, one in the front and one in the back on a bike, and it just looks looks like a death trap in the middle of Tokyo, and like like who does that? And who's the bummed out kid in the back? Um, no, the kids loved it. Kids were always just like giggling and like because <laughs> they're in a they're in like a big spaceship, a you know, bike. a bike. Uh, Japan use a very different addressing system than most Western countries. Rather than having street names, they give blocks numbers and leave space in between the blocks streets nameless, <laughs> which makes things impossible. By it the way, when I was trying to Google. Uh, why doesn't Japan have street names? The Google search was like, why doesn't Voldemort have a nose? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, That that would be my own search history. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) I need to know. And how does he smell? Awful. He's been dead a while. Stinky. Um, Smells like unicorn blood. It's like something he did in the first book. Because like I said, I haven't finished. Please don't spoil it for me. (laughs) Uh, When you're on a particular street and wonder how to get to a specific block... You can't intuitively know that you continue along the street. You get a specific block that... Ex- Ugh, fuck this. Yeah. All, it, all it I can... Uh, what I pulled from this is it's bullshit. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up place to go, like, wandering around in. I uh, feel for the mailman. I want to go so bad, though. Yeah. It's so a, cool. It was really fun. But, like, there's no way I could have done it without the without the little uh, the machine. Maybe they don't have mailman. Maybe they just do, like, droids. Drones. 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 Yeah, it didn't, uh, uh, maybe they're at, out at night, but I didn't see Is any. everybody like loaded there because they can afford all the electronics? No, but it's like uh, there's so much shopping. It's like all there, like uh, in Tokyo, th- it's just uh, like giant malls and stores everywhere. And I don't know how people afford to live there because th- I don't think they're super rich, you know. They're, they're just like, but they're just constantly shopping or at least where we were. But it seemed like everywhere there were just stores and stores and stores and stores and stores. But... I went to, um, I bought a bunch of clothes there. At was at it cheaper? It was cheap. I got like two pairs of pants for, three pairs of pants for 20 bucks each. And like they're the best pants I've ever owned. 60 bucks for three pairs of pants? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, oh, and Evan says that the uh, the volume is still oscillating this week. It's like listening to my four-year-old speak. Uh, she has no volume control. Am I? I guess I'm not speaking. Sally! <laughs> um, that wasn't even queer. Nope. That was me imitating uh, Evans. a five-year-old that I am related to. Oh, really? She's not my niece, but... Oh. How are you related her. to her? She's my cousin's daughter, so I guess she's my second cousin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says Sawi. Oh, Sawi. Oh. Yeah. Good. I didn't. You're such a great impressionist of children. Yes, of every everybody. You know, you did. Uh, uh, what did you do earlier? Um, uh, you did uh, uh, the Gold Star Family, dude. Oh, uh, yep, yep. I did. I did Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you just have to keep 
the the catalog of those so you can just pull them out at SNL, any time. SNL, here I come. <laughs> uh, I don't want to live in New York. Yeah, I, and you don't want to be on Saturday Night Live. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. If I got that, if I got that audition, I I'd, I would say no. Uh, I don't do even know how the fuck people get those auditions. Do you know? Uh, do you do impressions at all? No. No, I guess that's what SNL is all about. I had one. I don't know what it is. I can't remember what it is though. So, no, I don't do impressions. I um, oh, I auditioned for Mad TV, and they're like, "Come in with three impressions," and I'm like, "All right." And they were just three of the worst. I I can't even talk like about Bobby it. Like Bobby Lee's here. And and then like a, the next season they brought in Bobby Lee, and they're they're like, "Let's bring in someone funny." His career could have been yours. Um, we <laughs> worked on a uh, a commercial together. Selling what? IBM. I don't even know what IBM sells, but he was like... Like printers and computers and shit. I guess. No, they sold that off. They don't... They sold... They sell like... Is it a recent? It was a while ago, but he was... He... It was his first big thing where he, he was on the... Like, I we auditioned for the same role, and he ended up <coughs> being the lead guy mm-hmm. and was in like... You know, was a spokesperson for like a year. Got a zillion commercials off that. And I got one... This guy's been fucking you for a long time. I know. And uh, he's such an odd guy. Like, he doesn't drive. I see him running around uh, Franklin Village all the time. Running? Well, I mean, he's power walking. Yeah. To Uh, get to places. Yeah, I was somewhere, and um, we were at the same place, and he's like, hey, can you give me a ride? I'm, I'm, you know, to this comedy club. I'm like, I don't even know you. So I drove him to a comedy club. Yeah, so just do it anyway. He's Bobby Lee. He's Bobby Lee, you exactly. Um, what is he? What is Bobby Lee's deal? Uh, he's a funny man. Do you like? Do you ever see him? Uh, have you ever seen him do stand up? No, I just see him walking around Franklin. <laughs> Power walking. <laughs> Power walking around Franklin. Go, Bobby, go. Go, Bobby, go. Korean. <laughs> that Bobby Lee. <laughs> I was on uh, Mad TV with him, <laughs> um, where he played Kim Jong Il, and he shoots me. So you got to play, you got to be on Mad TV for an episode. For two episodes, yeah, but like very small roles. Tight. Yeah, and yeah, so he shot me. It was like the celebrity apprentice, or was it? Uh, no wonder he felt comfortable asking you for a ride. It sounds like you guys. No, are that like was years before. Friends. It was years before that he asked me for a ride. Um, Did he remember you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's um, he's a good guy. He's like, hey, he's a weirdo. Though. Give me a ride home after shooting. Mad TV. No, Please? I think he had uh, a driver. A driver. Yeah. Well, we, you know, have you heard his stories about like that's where he got sober is on Mad TV. No. Yeah. Like I, I mean, he was really deep into drugs. Um, I guess if you're on Mad TV, who was the uh, what's his name? Artie Lang. He was also really into drugs on. And then he got off of drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pablo Francisco was who's on Mad TV. Who's and that? Continued doing drugs. He is a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. His like famous bit was the Arnold Schwarzenegger little tortilla guy bit. You know, where like the guy with the movie voice and he like does the voice and it's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh. He tours the improvs like still, and I've seen him 
perform because my brother knows him and would, would like host for him every once in a while. Right. And it is like crazy watching someone who does cooking like that do stand up. It's kind of like watching Donald Trump speak. Really? Where you see him repeat himself a bunch of times, but like his fans are loyal. And does he just keep going and going and going? And Oh, yeah. I mean, that's his whole bit is he does vo- voices and noises and shit. <laughs> like he does. Oh, the voice noise shit guy. Yeah. But he was on that TV and uh-huh. then was not on that TV anymore. And oh. he did not sober up from that TV. Well, who can blame him, right? <laughs> you are now watching that TV. Oh, you were just a kid when that was on. Mad. Yeah, I was. Did you do you remember Phil Lamar on it? Nope. Oh. Who's Phil Lamar? He's a friend of the show. He's been on the show before. He mm. he's a, a um he's an improv performer, actor, director, voice artist. Um he was in he's the guy who gets shot in the back seat in Pulp Fiction. That's what everyone knows him from. Okay. Yeah. I recognize this guy. Yeah. And uh, I would have recognized him from Mad TV. Yeah, he was funny. He was the UPS guy. That's I just didn't know their names because I didn't, you know, care. Like I, I was young, and it was just flipping back and forth between that and SNL, and whoever wasn't on commercial is usually what I would watch. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And well didn't Mad TV start a half an hour early? Or yeah. So you get. So you get a little bit of that, and uh-huh. then when they go on commercial, I'm like, pff, SNL. Do you think they'd like front loaded the first half hour of Mad TV? Just like they fucking should have. Put the one good sketch. I'm sorry. Just put any. Put, just put, put, the, put uh, those the shitty ones. Put in whatever. The what the fuck was that guy's character's name? The um. Let me do it. Let oh, me do it. Mike Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald's like character. Stewart. That one. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. He's a big Republican. That's too bad. Yeah. Um. Michael, speaking of Michaels, Michael Binhock asks, is uh, Donald Trump fit for office with a personality disorder or can he be sent to the nut house? Every single president that's ever existed has had some sort of personality disorder. You, you Every have politician to be, has yeah, to be. You have to be the, like a You psycho. have to be s- like a sociopath or somewhere on the, like the psychopath scale and then really high on narcissism. Totally. Like... That's why I dropped out of college for political science. I knew I didn't have it in me because I'm too good of a person. Uh, I think you'd be a great president. (laughs) You're a politician. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, the president's job is just like it's so um, it is like bound by a lot of like self-promotion. And I mean, that's basically what you're doing. And and was it the Daily Show or? John Oliver, they were talking about the campaigning, like uh, the phone calls that they have to make every day to try to raise money. Like, oh, congrats, Congress, yeah, congressional people, yeah. They spend, I think it was the Daily Show, they just spend hours yeah, and hours a, a day, hours a day, no more than, yeah, and then fundraisers, 100 fundraisers a year. And then, so it's all like, what the doing. fuck are they even doing? Yeah, and see, in England, they have uh, they have public financing of, of campaigns. What? They they public fu- all the publicly campaigns are, are oh. publicly financed, so you don't waste time your taxpayers' time raising money for yourself, and it, it ends up being like a big source of income for them too, because like any money that's left over, like you know that becomes money that they can use after their this their office. country is inefficient. <laughs> uh yeah, and but yeah, so uh so Michael, yeah, we're a fucked system. Um, I'm not sure. 
if any system is better, but ours is certainly fucked. How boring to be rich that you're like, oh, God, fucking so-and-so's calling again. Oh, right. Motherfucker. Yeah, like well, that's the thing. When you give like $2 to a campaign, like I remember one year uh, I gave $100 that got sent to like 10 different congressional campaigns that were like on the bubble, you uh-huh. know? So it was like a way to like help, really help in spots that really Your needed liberal help. agenda. And then, yeah. And then for the next like three years, I was just like nonstop, like every like day my mailbox was full of like, who the fuck is this person from Tennessee sending me like, you know, fundraising things. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I, I donated to Barack Obama's campaign, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a hundred dollars. I probably donated like 10, but I didn't hear the end of it. Yeah. And they're, they probably they spent automatically more than put me on Hillary Clinton's list. And I mean, I would have signed up anyways, but still. They probably spent more than $10, like, fundraising f- from y- y- for you, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, every single email, and I get sometimes one to two a day, sometimes less, sometimes more, but every single one asks for money. Yeah. Every time you open her website, it asks for money. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, foreplay with this. <laughs> there's it's no, like, 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 gentle, soft talk. Hey, friend, Joe Biden here on behalf of Hillary Clinton. This is blah, 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 blah. Donate some money? And it's like, God, what the hell is my $1 going to do? Um, Apparently it counts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you given money this campaign? No. I haven't either. I like I feel bad, but like because I I was so undecided between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. So because I feel like if I would have gotten 100 percent on the Bernie train, I would have given money because I know that that's literally how he was funding his campaign was by small contributions. But I wasn't totally on the Bernie train. And so and I wasn't completely on the Hillary train either. So but I probably I knew I was going to go that way. So Mm -hmm. I I didn't donate to anybody. And at this point, like Donald Trump is doing all my donating for me by just being a himself complete piece of shit. By so speaking, you know, um, save my money. Well, one thing I learned <coughs> on, on my trip, or at least what my w- wife, my wife, my wife, my, my wife. Why do you say it like that? Um, I don't know. I just came up with it. <laughs> okay. I want you to file that one away and put it My on, wife on your impressions list. It's like, no. No, no, no. no you're t- everyone is just a solid, like, home run. You're you think so? Yeah. Tight. That's good. Uh, I'm coming up with this new character. It's called um, Borat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lauren Michaels, you're on notice. <laughs> um, and that I'm, I, I get stressed. I'm a stressed person sometimes. You would learn that in Japan? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like... I feel like I knew that about you before you went to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> you just figured that out in uh, Japan? Uh, well, no. I think my wife figured it out. and Oh, I she didn't know. Yeah. Okay. She's like, you know what? You really are stressed. So <laughs> in, I, I, a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago, I talked about like doing something for 28 days. Mm, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, 28 mm-hmm. days later. I see the segue now. Yeah. Okay. See? Cool, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, that's like the midge being like, hey, uh, I noticed your hair's brown <laughs> to me. Segwaying to what? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Segway into your, your segment. No, no, no. You oh, man, this I feel like I'm missing out on. There's something sparkly on your shoulder. Um, 
were you at Jumbo's Clown Room last night? No, I just wore. I had a lot of glitter on last night. Oh, were you uh, dressed up as a giraffe? Yeah. A giraffe wearing glitter. A glitterati giraffe. A glitterati giraffe. Yeah. Um, that was cool. The fuck would you be a giraffe and not put glitter on? I, I, that was a stupid, stupid statement on my part. Come on, dude. Uh, and did you party? I had a little shindig at uh, my house while we gave kids candy. Yeah. Um. I I have things to say about this, but I want to hear your, your oh. segue. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so I thought that, okay, so 28 days for 28 days, and mm-hmm. I'll report on it every uh, week. week. I'll, I'm going to try a, a meditation app. Mm. And, you know, where it's a sort of guided meditation. Uh, have you ever meditated? Yeah. Do you meditate regularly? I try. I try to. And you don't seem stressed. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it works. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to try this thing. Uh, what made you start <laughs> meditating? Yoga. Oh. Uh, no. Well, I started going to yoga, and then I was like, oh, I like how this makes me feel, but this isn't doing anything for my body necessarily. And that, like, no, it did a lot for my body, I shouldn't say, but, like, I needed to lose some weight before a project so i was like okay yoga's not cutting it but like i do want to keep doing the meditating part because it's making me feel less crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah now i'll do i'll just kind of meditate a little bit in the mornings for like maybe even just like 15 minutes sometimes and is it guided at all or is it just you just zoning out it's just me zoning out honestly because i mean i've i've done i've tried to do guided meditation and that works but um I, I don't know. For some reason, guided meditation kind of like makes my mind run a little bit more than if I just sit there. Like now, how would you describe like describe the act of meditating? Like what what do you what do you what is the goal? Uh, for me, just with my anxiety issues and stuff, it's really just kind of grounding myself. You know. So, but what is like the f- what is the mental act that you go through? I don't even know if I have an official way of doing it that's like not that is the right way of doing it, but I really just kind of sit and take deep breaths and just kind of chill out and like try to push out any of the like stresses that I have during the day. You know, like it's, you know, I, if a thought comes to me, I acknowledge it and I let it go, you know? I think that's the hard thing that I've had to deal with because like, yeah. you know, what you're s- like the way I've, I've heard it, you, you know, you're trying not to have your mind, like, linger on anything. You know, you're right. trying to focus on essentially nothing, you know. Yeah. And then so once a thought comes in, it's hard to not be like, God damn it, that thought is here and I, and I just can't get rid of it, you know. And, and I, as a stressed, fussy person, I, I focus on those things. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not perfect, you know, and sometimes I get a thought will come to me and I'll go, oh, fuck, I really need to write that down because that's like something I need to do today and I know I'm going to forget it. But whatever, get out of my mind. And then, you know, so it's, but it's mostly just to ground myself and kind of, you know, because sometimes like life gets really overwhelming and if you have a bunch of shit that you have to do today or whatever, like th- it just gets really stressful and overwhelming and you kind of, meditation to me is kind of like, okay, like, you are capable of doing all the things that you need to do today. If you don't finish everything you need to do today, life is going to keep going on. You're a person, you're on this earth, you're healthy, you're alive. Like 
it, it really is one of those things where it's like, I don't know. And maybe it makes me a little bit lazy on accident, but like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, okay, well, if you don't get to your laundry today, you're still going to get in bed and wake up tomorrow. Oh. You know? And like, well that's, that's kind of where, that's, that's kind of what I do is because I have the anxiety like so bad that I just have to fucking chill. And so I kind of, I have the anxiety so bad. <laughs> I have the anxiety so bad. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what my meditation's about. And I don't know if that's actual proper meditation, but, you know, I'm, that's what I consider what I do. Well, I think that that counts. Yeah. Um, you know, for I'll those... Have to tell me how guided medication, meditation goes. Maybe I'll I want that. guided medication, actually. That's Word. what I want. Uh, well, meditation, what it does, I, or the goal is to, to have that sort of empty mind, relaxed mind, mm-hmm. and actually does induce something that has been studied medically and it's called the relaxation response yeah and um and what that does is i mean it relaxes it's it's a state of mind that is different from uh alertness it's different from uh being asleep and it's its own sort of uh brain pattern and they found that it reduces your amounts of cortisol which is the stress hormone that comes out in your body and causes inflammation so Mm -hmm. it if you do uh this it helps protect your heart against inflammation it helps uh protect your uh uh, your immune system because cortisol stresses your immune system uh help helps your memory reduces stroke risk and uh helps prevent depression nice so these are things that could i could all benefit from how much how much time are you going to meditate every day just like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean the I think the hardest part for me is always leaving my phone alone. Well, this is the best thing because like also I get complaints that I'm too easily distracted because I am because um, and I'm always on my phone. But mm-hmm. here I get to like do something that will help me be less distracted and I get to use my phone at the same time. But you're not looking at your phone. No, no, no. It's just listening. It's just to listening to your yeah. phone. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a try uh, as soon as this. No, we'll do it right now. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. 20, 20 minutes, minutes of silence. Okay. Here okay. we go. And go. Mm. Shh. Um, I uh, went crazy. So. I just looked at my phone. So um, we'll find out how that goes. And after 28 days, we'll see if it sticks. Um, yeah, and then we'll come up with something Can else. Can you make twenty minutes for yourself every day, Marty? Uh, to do nothing—that stresses me out. I r- I do it in the morning. I have to. Like I I set my al- I set three alarms every morning because I literally I can't wake up with one anymore, which makes me angry because I thought I would never be that person. But I always set the alarms early enough that I can just sit and just chill. But, you know, the phone is hard. Yeah. The phone is hard. If I wake up and I've got, like, 16 text messages, and I'm like, oh, fuck. You wake up to 16 text messages? <sighs> Sometimes. I don't get any. You get text messages. I get one. I get things from Kruger saying uh, to stop being a, a little bitch. That was his last one to me. Were you being a little bitch? Maybe. Well? Well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jenny Marie says that she's always stressed. Um, but she's gotten to the point where she can meditate hiccups away. Oh. That is uh, a pretty incredible skill. Um, 
Hiccups are tough. Yeah. I don't get them very often. Thank God. Knock on wood. Don't want those. <laughs> do you um do you ever want to do the twenty eight day thing? I do. I was actually thinking on my way here what I could do for twenty eight days and that was where I stopped because <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to do. Uh listeners, I encourage you guys well, I don't encourage you. I I'd be interested if anyone wants to do uh, something for twenty eight days that they wouldn't normally do for the betterment of themselves. Uh, whether it be taking up the piano or doing that. Oh, boy. Yeah, and just uh, just try it for 28 days solid and uh, report in on it. And I will do the same with this meditation bullshit. Um, and we'll see how it goes. And if you have suggestions uh, for things that any of us, you want any of us to try for 28 days, we will take it under consideration. How about I watch two episodes of Netflix for 28 days straight? <laughs> But only oh two. No, I already do that. No, <laughs> no, it's too hard. Luke Cage, what are you doing? I do one, or I do three to, to ten. I, I on the way back, I binge watched all of the Night Manager. Okay, so that's what I was thinking about on the plane ride to Paris. I said, "What are we gonna watch?" Well, make sure you bring a headphone splitter, and so you can watch it together. Oh yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. He said The Wire. Oh, The Wire is awesome. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to be so slow. And um, like if a TV show is too slow and I'm not in the comfort of my own home and I'm in an airplane that I can't get out of, I'm going to like freak out. It it takes um, a lot of concentration. I had to watch the first episode a couple times because A, it was like really dense and B, couldn't understand what anyone was saying. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um People have a terrible way of pitching that show. They go, it's the greatest show ever, but like it is I a doozy. There was a Christmas where I watched like three seasons, just boom, boom, boom. And like at my parents' house because I did. And I just didn't emerge from the their you know, <laughs> my bed. Um, but it, it's great. It's awesome. And I wonder, I, but I haven't seen it. I mean, it, it is what, 10, over 10 years old, right? Something like that, yeah. So I wonder if it holds I up. I know people who've gone wa- back and watched Breaking Bad and they were like, and I was like, what? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Breaking Bad? Mm-mm. I just know that the first time I watched it, I was fucking pumped on Breaking Bad. But like people who who were pumped on Breaking Bad went back and watched it. And they were like, oh, yeah, OK. And I was like, OK, so it's not as cool when you don't know what's coming or I don't get it, but I'm not going to rewatch it. I'm just going to remember it fondly. That's b- better. And there's, there's so much new stuff to watch. I know, I'm the worst. We're watching Narcos right now. Oh, season two. Well, actually, I've already seen season one, but I didn't remember anything, so we're rewatching season one. And Oh, really? Oh, because oh, season two hasn't started yet. Has it, it started. Oh. I just, I, I got started on season two, and I was like, you know what, I can't remember. This. this is a problem with Netflix, is that I watch the shows quickly, and then a year goes by, and then I'm supposed to remember that what the fuck happened? Right. That's impossible. Right. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah. In my real life. What ha- What did I do yesterday? It was Halloween. Oh, so I had trick-or-treaters. And uh-huh. I, uh, so naive I must be. Oh, hey, it's the top of the hour. And you're listening to the Nooner Show on the Smodcast Radio Network. We're all live and shit. Um, I'm gonna interrupt this this podcast and bring you another podcast because it's live and shit. 
put put that on your list. <sighs> no, it's good. Who the fuck is that guy? Uh, he's a Canadian. He was actually just a listener. Do they give him like a script? Uh, or they go, just can you just get this point across? However you think is hilarious to do it. And so then you're like, I haven't said a joke yet. I'm going to say fuck. Um, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't choose to shit where I eat. Um, I'm just asking questions. No, that's it. That's, uh, some people say that there might not be a joke there. But that's just what I hear. That's what some people say. That's the Donald Trump. I feel like perhaps I should have said it. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe not. Where? What sort of. Are you infecting Cassandra with like your Kevin Smith hating ways? (laughs) No, I. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not being infected by Kevin Smith hating ways. I just had questions about this. See smart live guy. Yeah, yeah. Just have questions. All right. I I don't know if he's still doing it. I mean these are these these sound cues are uh, that we we hear are years I old. Will Wilkins does the can I see smart live. You want to do it? <laughs> Will Wilkins, another solid impression. Yeah, put it on the list. Hey, well, in Boulder, Colorado, and in Colorado, and Colorado, and Colorado, because they love Kevin Smith in Colorado. Stay to Denver. Um, Will Wilkins, if you're listening, <laughs> w- that was spot on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have to have Will Wilkins on the next time we do a, a, a weekend podcast. Uh, Chris Brown did a Daniel Craig Bond marathon on his flight to Kauai in September. Ooh. <coughs> How, that's exactly my response. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like, I am just don't get excited by him as Bond. Or maybe I'm just... Too old for Bond. Were you ever Bond? You, like girls don't like. I've Bond. never seen a James Bond movie. Really? Yeah. They oh. put James Bond over with that fucking pile of Star Wars shit. I haven't seen it. Jeez, like I you fucking seen it. You say it like like defiantly and happily. At this point, I am being defiant. Whoa! Someone's like, "Hey, did you know that Donald Glover got cast in the new Star Wars?" I was like, "Hey, did you know I don't give a fuck?" He's like Lando's son. Ooh. You don't even know who that is. Nope. Lando's son sounds like the <laughs> sunny patch in my backyard. Lando's son. That's <laughs> where my dogs like to lay. Anyways, I'm naive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naive <laughs> because I'm the kids come up to the door and these kids are teenagers. Yeah. And I know that. Not kids. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I'm excited to have my first trick-or-treaters of the night. Yeah. I go, hi, children. And I, like, I, that's what I said, because I like to talk down to teenagers mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. they fucking understand who the adult is. Oh. And it's me. Yes, clearly. And they look at me and they see someone who's old. I don't look at me and see someone and who's old, but I know that they look at me that way. And so like, might why as well the fuck are you covered with glitter, you stupid giraffe? <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, really? I was home alone for a long time, like preparing tacos for everybody to come over. And I was like, I hope no trick-or-treaters see me in here by myself just dressed like a giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are going to fucking tear me apart if I'm alone. (laughs) And steal your candy. Yeah, but luckily someone came over in time, so I wasn't alone. The strange old lady has a friend. (laughs) Yeah, thank God, who is dressed from a character from Basketball, a movie that we've never seen. Um, So... 
I go, hey, kids, whatever. And they go, trick or treat, whatever. And then they take handfuls of candy from the bucket because I hold the bucket out for them, thinking that these kids have the fucking manners to just take one, two, maybe. Yeah. Because I know it's one. And so they take handfuls. I was like, oh, hell no. This is all the candy I have. So then the next time I like had to hand it out. And the next kids that came up were just... Kids on skateboards. They didn't even have fucking costumes. Two of them had matching pink camo hoodies. But, like, they just... And they skateboarded on my porch. Whoa. You became the the angry old man. I know. And I was getting pissed off. Because I was like, I want, like, babies. And, like, toddlers. and, And kids in elementary school. I finally did get one. And it was a little baby in a penguin onesie. And the mom was wearing a onesie. And she said, say thank you. And the little baby went, thank you. And I like fell on the floor because it was so cute. So, Aww. but we only got like, this was in Burbank. So I, we only Wait, got like. You live in Burbank? Uh, Not yet officially, but I do. I'm moving to Burbank. Oh, shit. Yeah. Into the Midge's Burbank apartment or Burbank house. What? Uh-huh. You, y'all are cohabitating? Well, only a couple months. Yeah. When my, when my lease is up. Oh, congratulations. That's the boy way to bury the lead. I thought that I'd mentioned that before. No. Well, maybe you did. I don't listen to much of the show. Oh, okay. Well, I'm moving to be boogie. And so, uh, you know, I wanted to take advantage of the trick-or-treaters. There's only like five all night. So me and all my friends ended up eating tacos tacos and candy. Candy. And we played a, a fun game, which is like a mix between uh, telephone and Pictionary. Telephonary? I mean, they call it dick face butt mouth, which is annoying because... Please explain how dick face butt mouth works. I said, why did you name it dick face butt mouth? And they said, because we named it high school. And I said, okay. But it's you take six pieces of paper, or well, you take as many pieces of paper as there are people. So we had six people, so it was six pieces of paper. Okay, b- before you go on, what? nobody... Google dick face butt mouth. It, Did it you Google? Don't dick don't do it. Don't I'm do not it. Gonna fucking do it. Are you crazy? Um. Okay. Go on. No wonder you have. Why does Voldemort not have a <laughs> nose? You Google everything. <laughs> um. Did you really Google dick face butt mouth? Yeah, I did. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um. You take six pieces of paper and then so first round everybody. If you have writes six people. Yeah. If you have six people. What if you have four people? Four pieces of paper. Okay. <laughs> But it's not as fun with four people. Okay. I think well it's better, not like too big of a group, because it's hard to get that many people on board for a game. Uh-huh. Six really seemed like a good number. So you write a sentence, any sentence, and then you pass it to the next person, and then they have to draw that sentence. So you take your sentence on paper number one, drawing is on paper number two, and then they pass it to the person next to them, and so the person only sees the drawing. And then they make a senten- a new sentence for that drawing of what they think is going on on paper number three, and so on, so that by the time that you get your thing back, get that fucking candy away from me, Marty. Why did you do this? He left me alone to talk about dick face butt mouth, which is not going to work, just so that you could pull out Halloween candy. Ugh, what'd you get? Um, Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah. What are you, rich? You got <laughs> You got uh, one of the bags, Milky Way, Caramel, Snickers, Peanut Butter. Those are kind of, you know, whatever. Twix and Snickers. These are expensive candies. I had a coupon. A coupon. S- the Midges candies. 
get this. This dick got Jolly Rancher I was going to say Jolly suckers. Ranchers. Yeah. And sweet tarts. There were some sweet tarts in there. There was Twizzlers, which I like, but not everybody likes. And then I don't know, just all the shitty candies. Okay, the the version of the game like th- that I've played, we called the game. And it's basically very similar, but the first person writes a subject, as in like the angry podcaster, mm-hmm. and then folds. <laughs> the I become this. <laughs> and then folds the folds th- that part down so the next person can't see it. Mm-hmm. Then the next person has to write a predicate, like ate some Halloween candy. Oh, so it's like a m- uh, uh, an ad lib or something. Right, and so but then at that point you'll have a subject and predicate. So sure, it'll be sure. the angry podcaster ate the. You write Halloween a story. Candy. And then the next person draws it. And then the next person writes out the sentence that dis- what they thought the original sentence was, mm. and then then you have the reveal. It's it sounds very it's such a fun game. It's a great game, and Dickface Buttmouth is uh, is awesome. I love it. Everyone should play that. It sounds uh, it sounds um, laborious, and it it does take a little bit of time, but it's the funniest thing when people do their big reveal, and mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it, and it doesn't cost anything. You know what's it's nice free. too is when it really stays close to the sentence, the original sentence. Yeah. Then you really have to like commend your friend's art skills and. Right, you know and you don't have to be a good artist. You just have to be able to communicate visually. Mm-hmm. You know, stick figures and arrows. Yeah. No writing words. Right. Fuck no. Yeah. Um, well, these are good Milky Way Simply Caramels. What's in it? It's just simply caramel. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, I was at uh, my friend's house, which is in a neighborhood um, that is frequent, like that is known for being uh, in L.A. There are neighborhoods that are known for being Halloween neighborhoods. Toluca Lake. Uh, This was South Pasadena. So like just Mm -hmm. the, the neighborhoods are just teeming with kids. And they they are ju- they are relentless. And my friends, you know, every year they buy seventy pounds of candy because that like that many people come to their their door. So they moved to this neighbor and we're like neighborhood, and they're like, we didn't ask for this. Well, they did not ask for this, but then you know they do it every year, and so we're just sitting on the porch and just like you know seeing all the kids come up, and it's very cute because like people really get into it. But then you know what? Like then there are kids who don't have a costume, and you give them a hard time, and they're used to it na- by now, but they don't care because they're getting free shit. Um, and then there are parents who come with, and they they don't wear costumes, but they have their own bag. And you kn- and this this is incredibly uh, racist, but I can say it. But they're always Chinese. Really? Yeah, because ch- Chinese people like a free lunch. Candy's not lunch. <laughs> well it is today. I don't. Maybe I'm just too good, but. <laughs> I can't, with the amount of candy that these kids get, how is that not enough for everyone? For everyone. You could have one kid go and score all night. Oh, right. And that should be enough candy for For, everyone. Right, for like a year. Yeah, because I know me personally, like, look, I love, I hate that you brought this bag out here, but I'm like, I'm going to take a bunch of these. Please do. Yeah. Uh, But 
then I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like, because I had a bunch of candy last night too, and I'm okay. I can't imagine having two, three children all getting that amount of candy. But when you. And then I would want some to. Are you kidding me? That's too much candy. Everyone should know. Look, love candy. I get it. Sugar's terrible for you, but like, you, it's fucking Halloween. Eat some candy. But like, everyone should know when it's <laughs> too much candy. Um, I don't. Uh, get it. You it's know not what? the right kind of free thing. But it, it, it was, as a kid, it was the best thing. You know, you, you, Absolutely. You I'm talking about the adults <laughs> with bags. That's what I don't get. You empty your, your bag out and yeah. you just and you, you, you put <coughs> them all together and you're like, oh, I, I, I don't like the chocolate so much. I wish I had more of these. And, I and you used to horse trading. like rake in because I, I like I'm the only person of my cousins that liked the coconut ones, the mounds or whatever, or almond joys and like the baby Ruths. I oh, like I, I those have some ones. of those. Um, and so I got. All of those, and I like Twizzlers and Skittles and like weird. So basically, ones. like everything. No, but like I, I got I like I got a lot of the weird ones. Um, I remember like when I was young, probably like five, the governor of Colorado's nephew, um, Hickenlooper. Uh, ah, Hickenlooper. He stole my candy. He he, he stole my candy out of my bag because he was a dick. Wait. <laughs> Hickenlooper wasn't the governor when you were five. I know, but Hickenlooper was the governor when I was a teenager. <laughs> but his, uh, but he still had a nephew who stole. How the fuck old is Hickenlooper? Or cousin? I don't know. Okay. Whatever. But anyhow. Um, Wait, uh, you remember that so much from when you were five? Because that when you saw Hickenlooper running for like, fuck you, you're like you motherfucker. <laughs> it, it yeah. Your it's, it's, cousin. It's I'll in, never forget the last name Hickenlooper. Yeah. How can you? How can you forget it? That's true. It's pretty. This you know. Jordy Hickenlooper. Fuck. Jordy Hickenlooper. Yeah. You shithead. Yeah. Who's what kind of name is Jordy? Well, it was short for George or whatever. It's his nickname for George. Because I think his dad was George, and uh, and so then his uh, George Hickenlooper. Yeah, he passed away. Oh yeah, he did. Um, and he passed away in Colorado campaigning for his cousin. Oh no, he won an Emmy. Yeah. For directing. Yeah. Documentaries, uh, accidental overdose, prescription painkillers mixed with alcohol. Marty, let him have your candy. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> you you don't know he how died important. Died at forty-seven. You don't know how important candy was for me back then, and apparently is to do for me today because I have a two sacks of it that I got on sale at Target. But you weren't even here to give it away. I just wanted it. What the fuck? <laughs> And it, uh, uh, You're those Chinese parents. <laughs> I know. And by the way, I have to say, it wasn't every Chinese parent who did that. But if it was a parent who who took candy, they were Asian of the Asian persuasion. Um, <coughs> so you said it, not me. I know, and I can. I we're gonna dip into parents. the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that great. Was great. Um, Tyson, I ate crawfish etouffee. He asked what I ate in New Orleans. 
Oh, in New Orleans? Oh, yeah. Do you remember where? They have it at literally every restaurant. I know, but where is it good? Uh, Everywhere. A s- small restaurant called like Joyce's or something in Donaldsonville. All right. This episode brought to you by Joyce's in Donaldsonville. I can't promise that it's called Joyce's. It okay. might also be called like Missy's or... Joyce's or Missy's. Yeah. Uh, Chris Miller says, all this outrage and anger makes me miss Bill. Too fucking bad. You have me now. Yeah. Bill is like really happy now. He's super happy now. <laughs> like Cleveland's about to win the World Series. He's got a lady He's friend. He's got a lady friend who I met. And? And she's completely lovely and super pleasant and nice and sweet. Isn't she Asian? Uh, she's also Asian. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like completely Typical the Typical op- white guy. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> pr- dating on. Dating Asian women. Yeah. We can't compete with these girls. Um. Wow. Claws out. Uh, yeah, she was wonderful. She mm-hmm. was, uh, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing with Bill?" But you know, he's he's um, he's in it to win it. That's uh, great. Yeah, but I he might be like low key, like nice. Really? Maybe we'll never know. Yeah, he never answers our calls. He's always been pleasant. Um, to me, when there's not microphones <laughs> around, so no, no, I love Bill. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but still, you know, no, the, that anger doesn't come from nowhere. <laughs> He's not playing a character <laughs> on here. I mean, first of all, nobody plays a character on the show. But no, like, none of us can play characters because we're all just... I know I'm coming from a real place. That's true, Claire. We, you, you are. I've just been eating all the candy! Ash Williams says, hello, Winnipeg. Marty pimp that fuck. I don't know what that means. You know what I just remembered? No. Is that the first time that I think we met Claire was last Halloween oh. because you brought out a bunch of Halloween candy. <laughs> oh. And that's when she crawled out of my bag and started eating all of the Halloween candy. I noticed that there is a pile that's built up around I Claire's mic. I can't stop. <laughs> what is Why did you do this to me? <laughs> what is your favorite, Claire? My favorite of what you have specifically or my favorite candy? Favorite candy. Candy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know you're not supposed to light them, though. Oh, my <laughs> God. They're toasted. Oh. Um, I love me a s'more. That's not really candy, though. A s'more has okay, okay, candy okay, okay, in okay. every bit of it. All right. Graham cracker is candy. <laughs> okay. You tell me that a graham cracker is not candy? No. no it's a fucking w- cookie. Okay, put the knife down. <laughs> Jesus you got a Hershey bar, which is quite widowy candy, and then a marshmallow. That's candy. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe not like technically candy, but it's candy. There's so much sugar in it. It's candy. If you put M&Ms into a cookie, does that cookie become candy? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Candy cookie. Stop waving that knife around. We're just having a discussion. The best kind of cookie God. next to an oatmeal raisin is Probably that M&M's cookie. Okay. I'm going to hold my opinions about oatmeal raisin because you have a knife. What's wrong with oatmeal <laughs> raisin nothing, cookies? Nothing. They're delicious. Delicious. As long as you keep the nuts you. out and they put nuts in them. It's good for you. They're I mean, not no, good for not you. not good for you. Not, no. A steel cut oatmeal cookie? All right. Did you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> when you wave it around like you're not even threatening, but you're just like teaching me <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> Uh, quick oats. <laughs> uh huh. Steel cut oats. Uh-huh. 
An Irish oats? No, the uh, rolled oats. Walled oats. Oh, I walled. Walled oats. Pretty much the same healthy for you. But which one tastes the best? I mean, it depends on the cut of oat you like. <laughs> I prefer quick oats because I want my oats now. <laughs> Steel cut oats take a real long time. Yeah, you, you need like a slow cooker for those. You, know? you don't need a slow cooker. You just need patience. No, I don't have that. Um, hey, Murps. This is from Anthony Kaufman. Uh, my favorite wedding story still makes me laugh. It took place at the Riverton Boat Club slash, um, oh, in Kansas, Kansas represent. Uh, the priest was so <laughs> drunk, he couldn't remember the bride's or groom's name. On top of that, someone cracked a beer in the middle of the ceremony. The icing on the non-existent cake uh, was... Uh, the icing on the non-existent cake, I see, was that no one thought to bring batteries for the stereo to play the bridal march, and the pickup truck was backed up to get the job done. Where was this? In Kansas. Sick. Yes. This is awesome. Uh, once the ceremony was completed, the groom immediately removed his tux and donned a t-shirt, exclaiming, Game over! No! <laughs> then they served two pitchers of margaritas for about 40 people. Surprisingly, the marriage did not last uh, longer than, than her using his insurance to get a gastric bypass. The whole thing <laughs> was fantastic. Thanks for listening, Anthony Kaufman. That is an amazing story. That is like priceless. The only thing that would suck is that there was just, I would have to bring a flask because uh, two pitchers for 40 people is not enough to make that a fun time of margaritas. God, no way. Uh, I have that is great. a complaint. Yes, please. Even though, according to Chris Miller, I am not his real bill. I don't give a fuck. So, I... One of the cheesy, like, wedding cliche things that needs to stop... Okay. ...is this, like... I'm just hoping this didn't happen to mine. I don't think you're the type. Okay. If you are, (laughs) weird. (laughs) But these, like, stupid, like like signs or like kind of little quotey jokes to insist that this that the that the groom is like giving his life up like oh things like a shirt that says game over because right. oh i married game over the game of fucking being your bachelor self or like having like little signs like this says like last chance to turn back like right, what the fuck right. what kind of like weird <laughs> vibe are you trying to have at your wedding and they, right. they do, do you it with like not want to do this if you don't want to do this don't fucking do that's it that's what i'm saying like it's like i get that they're trying to be funny and cute but like we're already having a hard enough time in this country with like marriage and divorce and stuff that like you know Eh, I don't know. I'm just, I think it's gross. And like, you see it on Pinterest all the time, like a little kid, like holding the sign, like, last chance to turn back. And it's like, ugh. No. I didn't think that you would do something like that. Mm, no. You probably didn't have little painted signs anywhere. Oh, uh, there were a lot of painted signs. Were they showing where alcohol was? One, uh, well, my parents have a, a peacock cage. They have peacocks. Tight. And so uh, my bride, my my wa- my wife... My wife. <laughs> 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 she 
painted a sign with the peacock's names on it, and then she painted a couple signs, or she calligraphed a couple signs telling people where to go. See, those are useful signs. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Did you have a sign that said, no sides, we're all family here, to say to people they can sit <laughs> wherever they want? <laughs> Did you have that one? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because <laughs> that's a popular sign. Or perhaps have a sign with like also like with pictures of people who have died being like you know here in spirit or no mm. no did you have a sign with your guys as a signed hashtag on it so people knew what to hashtag your instagram pictures no or was everyone at your wedding too old for instagram <laughs> no there was a hashtag that somebody hashtag? well i'm not gonna say it Hold on. Oh, because you don't. <laughs> um, you can tell me later, so I can look through the old pictures. Yeah. Um, Peacock names—that's important. But the first, handful I would have wondered what they're. Oh yeah, are. yeah, and their ages. Um, oh, good. No, I like that. I would have needed the names, and then when I got the ages, I was like, huh. <laughs> "Cool, he looks good for 22." Um, I would have been like, "Peacocks live till 22." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, the, of course, when the, the hashtag was made, all my friends like took like sad pictures of of uh, of themselves to you know just like to fuck with the, the hashtag. To fuck with the hashtag. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, and actually, yeah, it's it's fun to fuck with people's hashtags and and so my yeah. friend my friend is a <laughs> he's a restaurateur. And so another friend last night took his phone dur during Halloween and mm -hmm. like said, duh, I cook fish, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and like people on Facebook were like responding like the, the LA Times, like a uh, food editor was like, and you catch fish too. Like, like didn't get the <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's <was pretty> funny. <laughs> So everybody fuck with uh, your friends' um, Facebook hashtags, hashtags and Facebooks. That oh, so we're still in the mail sack. Sorry. Did um, you have a sign that said "Welcome to our happily ever after"? Um, How many fonts were on each sign? No, uh, there there was only one sign that she had printed, and there was uh, two fonts on it, I think. But she did she wood burned everything else and calligraphed everything else herself. With my whole heart for my whole life. Um, Pick a seat either side. You're loved by both the groom and bride. Kill yourself! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the side thing is a th that's still a thing. Oh, fuck yeah, it's a thing. Oh, well, uh, we we didn't have that. It would have been a lot, a bit lopsided. Because <coughs> <laughs> I have no friends. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> so... Okay, so we're in the mail sack. I, I know how to do this. Oh, by the way, uh, Anthony, that was a great story. Yeah. Uh, have you been... I've been at one wedding where the priest couldn't remember or, or got the names wrong of the, the one of the bridal or the marriage parties. I have not been at a wedding like that. However, the priest forgot that they wanted to do vows. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I was at a... A funeral where the priest got the name of the deceased wrong and mispronounced it. That dead guy was probably so bummed. And it was it was like so tragic. Like we were all just like bawling because and during the thing. And then like when he kept doing it, and why didn't anyone correct him? 
because it's a middle you don't want to heckle the priest yeah and so and we were just how like, wrong uh, like a different name a different uh, a different lot just mispronounced the last name but like okay and then but you know turned it into something it wasn't and then so we were just like giggling through tears like and <laughs> it was just the worst thing because i mean it was just like so inappropriate you know right but um that's why we got married by uh one of uh, my my wife's my wife uh her her, her best friend so yeah i feel like that's the way to go yeah and it was great. Especially if you're not doing religious. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta, you got to go, friend. Yeah. And uh, it was great. There was no no, no mention of God. Just yeah, mentions of dude. love. Just about it. Yeah. No need. No need to bring him up. Yeah. and He's there anyways. Every he's, w- <laughs> he's everywhere. <laughs> he has Christmas. What does he need with my wedding? Um, Santa Claus has Christmas. Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Jesus' birthday is Christmas. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who raised me? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the look on your face was just like, oh shit. I'm uh, fucked up. Uh, I was like, no, no, no. God has Easter because. That wasn't his birthday. No, that that's when he resurrected. That was but his resurrection day. Ronnie writes in Hi, Marty. Congratulations. Hope everything's going well. Quick. Uh, catch up from last week's podcast which is a while ago and your inquiry about trip insurance about 19 years ago i was in munich for oktoberfest tried to climb a fence and lost a finger in the process what the fuck <laughs> excellent hospital treatment Fucking covered by Germany. european health coverage uh no more of that soon we'll see uh but came home minus the finger uh, to a bill um for my for the ambulance trip luckily my trip insurance took care of it so my advice always get trip insurance and remove wedding rings before climbing fences have a great trip all the best ron we did not get trip insurance Uh, we did bring our insurance cards um (coughs) luckily we didn't need them here's my takeaway don't climb fences in munich in munich just like you're 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 an adult ronnie Oh, I guess it was 19 years ago. Maybe he was young and stupid. Oh, so oh, but he was married. married. <laughs> okay, Ronnie, you fucking dumbass. Uh, no. Um, well, it's just like losing a finger. That is. That puts a a damper on your trip too. That no shit. <laughs> like, oh, so Ronnie. What's trip insurance? Should I get that? Uh, apparently. Apparently, I don't. I don't, know. I don't anticipate well, okay, losing okay. a finger, but I also don't want to like lose a finger. Say I won't now. Yeah. So, Ronnie, did you save... Uh, what happened to your finger? That's what I want to know. It's being did eaten by a German dog somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and did you save the ring? And if so, where do you wear the ring now? Um, but that sucks. Sorry that <laughs> where do you wear the ring now? Yeah. Probably on a different finger. Oh, I know, but which one? The middle. And, um... All right. All right, all right. Oh, that's so fucking gnarly. That sucks. Um, yeah. Don't climb fences in Munich. That's the name of my memoir, wow. or that's the name of Ronnie's memoir. Yeah, and uh, it's just like him with his stupid hand. Like, <laughs> sorry, your hand's not stupid. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. Paul writes in, "Hello, Marty and the Murps," uh, and that's totally a great brand name. Band name, he says. I was listening to the podcast, and Marty asked about getting travel insurance. Oh, oh my god! This is Everybody great. got an opinion on yeah. travel insurance. Well, this is good for you, hun. Uh, 
Honey? Honey. I realized, like, I in, for the past two weeks, I've been speaking to one person <laughs> every day, and every sentence ends with honey. My wife. My my wife. Um, that just means you miss her. I, it's true. I miss... Honey, if you're listening, I miss you. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that out. Uh, in one of my past lives, I worked at a, for a travel agency. What's that? Albeit in the IT department, and I have a few insights I'd love to share. If you don't have healthcare through work that offers international travel, then yes, get it. If you're planning a vacation at a resort or cruise type thing, always book through an agency. They offer better support, and if it's a good agent, they will have gone there and know what it's like, or their one of their colleagues has been there. Always get the trip protector insurance. What this means is if your flight to (laughs) your uh, vacation is canceled, they will find a new flight for you. I saw it happen a few times and always felt bad for the people who paid money and had their flights canceled. As a funny side note, we would play jokes on coworkers by ordering them lots of free extras that were not requested by them, i.e. extra pillows, blankets to sign up um, or sign them up for the kosher meal. Apparently, the kosher meal is always uh, a good idea because it's always like prepared. Certainly in jail. Oh, really? I don't know. I saw that in Orange is New Black. Oh. Um, however, when the IT director was going on a cruise and his flight was canceled, uh, so he got a call that started with, this is not a joke. We're being serious. Your flight was canceled. Uh, congrats on getting married. Now, if only that hunky bachelor that is Dan would find a nice woman to settle down with and get married. <coughs> yes. Is Dan not married? Um, yes. But uh, Paul was quick to point out that... Um, Yes, he knows that Dan is gay. Also, I've included a 120-word thing. However, there is a caveat. It must be read by Bill, and preferably if he hasn't read it beforehand. It will ruin the fun of it. Well, (coughs) guess we'll save that for (laughs) (laughs) never. Um, Bill might come back. Yeah, all right. One day. If he comes back, remind me. Um, Because it's about Cleveland. And Cleveland agr- is a great place to be right now, apparently. Um, because Everyone's just forgetting how racist that mascot is. Oh, yeah. I haven't forgot. That Cleveland Indian is not subtle. No. That is a, that is a, a red-faced person with uh, one feather. Yeah. But at least they're not called the Redskins. Yeah, but they're called the Indians. But Indians call themselves indians do they mm-hmm. why because they can when in rome when in rome because they didn't also choose to call themselves native americans so what are they they're whatever their tribe is oh boy i can't keep up with these guys i know these guys <laughs> <laughs> you know Dakota you know what i'm talking stuff. about oh jeez. everybody check in um jane said that at her grandmother's funeral, the minister kept saying her name wrong. That sucks. And, uh, yeah, well, that's the mail sack. Great. <laughs> so, trip insurance. Trip insurance. That's a takeaway, everybody. Do I need health insurance before I go to Paris? I don't think so. I think he's saying that if you don't have health insurance, get trip insurance. Uh, so, are you basically living with the midge then? Do you have keys to the Burbank place? I got keys to the Burbank place. But he's got keys to the Echo Park place. Oh. Um, I mean, you know, I'm there a few nights a week. But I, d- I have dogs, so I have to take them back and forth. Oh. Yeah, um, how many dogs do you have? Two. And do does is it just him, or does he have roommates? He has a one roommate who lives in the basement. 
oh, mm-hmm. I had that once. Mm-hmm. Listeners know. Um, oh, I have one more thing for the from the mail sack. Hmm. Uh, this is a, a sound recording we got in, um, so I'll play it. Oops, here we go. Hey, Marty, it's Steve. I just wanted to send you a note thanking you for inviting me to your wedding. It was a great evening. I enjoyed sitting at table 20 in the back of the room with the children. Anyway, I'm attaching a little audio file I recorded of your mom giving a toast. So, enjoy. I forgot that she record- he recorded this. Uh, oh, thank you so much for coming, everybody. Oh, Marty, this is the best day of my life. Well, third best after first daughter and second daughter. First daughter have Oscar. Second daughter, very successful at Google. But you number three, Marty. Oh, I love you. So amazing this night and day together. All the many moons are making me so happy, Marty. Many, many years with my grandchildren. I love a little play person on my knee. Ah, Marty. <laughs> At that point, she passed out from too much Chardonnay. Um, thank you, Steve, for recording that. I'm amazed that you got such a good uh, sound quality from the back of the room and table 20. Yeah. Um, yeah. Giselle said that was the best table. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Giselle sat. Mm-hmm. And, and they snuck away and got food. Yeah. Yeah. So sh- I reminded uh, Steve that that was where that they were closest to the food, and he was thankful for that. So... <laughs> well, I told you, I told uh, Steve why, because I, I figured like if it's better to put somebody that you're closer to at the further away table, because the people who like the relatives like get they all like feel important. Yeah, they want to feel important. They don't want to be put in the back. So I wouldn't know. I've never had a wedding, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Steve, for sending that. And he was supposed to call in today, but. Like, why would you say that you're going to call in and then the day of say, well, maybe I'll call in. But that's what he said. Yesterday he said he would call in and then today he said, "Mm, maybe. He's getting married soon, right? He is. And he doesn't like me talking about it. But everybody who wants to go, I'm going to give you the address. Why doesn't he like you talking about it? Because he doesn't want to acknowledge that he has a personal life, that people like him, and that he has a woman who loves him, and that mm. he loves another woman, uh, like a, a woman at all, another human being. He loves another woman. Oh, no. uh, Yeah. So, Chris, you don't miss have to miss Kruger. You just got some Kruger. So we'll get him back, and hopefully he'll move back, because we want him to. Um, Chris bitching about missing everybody and not appreciating who he has right now right in front of his ear holes so come on be grateful be thankful thanksgiving's coming up yeah uh fuck. and (laughs) jane said that uh when she donated blood last week the woman asked if her race had changed you know race is a state of mind right what like does that mean? Ap- apparently, if you're Rachel Dolezal, your your race can change whenever you want. Um, Rachel Dolezal. Is that the woman who was 
who claimed to be black and was the head of her the Spokane NAACP. And turns out she was white and just had... Blackface? Yeah. And you, you don't you remember? That was a big thing. Like, kind of. But now I, I think now I'm finally giving some thought to it. How did she do that? Um, <laughs> she did. I mean, in rach in re- retrospect, she mm-hmm. didn't do it very well. Um, she uh, oh, she has a memoir. It's oh, great! It's uh, to explore discrimination while living as black. Um, uh, nobody buy that, please. Was she just she she got a perm and she had kind of dark skin but she, like if you look at her you're just like oh there's a w- white woman with really tan skin i don't know she kind of looks black all right well if you look at the pictures of her as a child or in as a young woman she looks super white okay um okay yeah so jane i <laughs> that is actually very funny what do they think your race had changed too uh I need. I was thinking the other day. I need to give blood. It's been a while. They won't take my blood. I'm anemic. Oh. They don't want my shitty iron deficient blood. Well, uh, maybe your iron is up now. Hmm. Maybe your iron is up now. Maybe. Mm, only one way to find out. I used to give uh, platelets regularly, but then they closed down the, the blood clinic, so I can't go to the place. I've been going there for twenty something years. Do I they pay you? No. Well, they give you movie tickets, so I have a I have a envelope oh, full, yeah. of <laughs> full of movie tickets that I haven't used. But uh, why don't you go to the movies? I, I don't know when. I don't know what to see. What the fuck is there out there? People, is there any good? Is there anything good in the theaters? I looked at the the. I've, I've been waiting for a good movie to come out. I c- think I agree with you because I have some free movie tickets right now that I got from BBN, and um, I uh, like I'm holding on to them. I was like, I don't want to waste these. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see... Doctor Strange? Well, I'll see Doctor Strange. There you go. Yeah, I'll probably... I think I'll see that. Trolls? Nope. (laughs) I'm not going to see the new new Mel Gibson movie. I'm not going to see... The, the the two Nicolas Cage movies that are coming out <laughs> on Friday. Yeah, no thanks. What um, about The Accountant, about an autistic Ben Affleck? You, you lost... You had me at autistic, then you lost me at Ben Affleck. You're wrong there, my friend. They lost me at autistic Ben Affleck <laughs> can shoot guns. And I'm like... <laughs> you were I like the idea of, autistic of like... Ben Affleck? Well, of like... You know, of an autistic man who's super smart and ends up becoming an accountant for like dangerous mob people because that's just what he does and that's what he fall, fell into because he you know the skills that he has but then it's like oh gosh and now he shoots machine oh fucking and anna kendrick's there and he's like yeah and the women Mother love him fucker. yeah yeah uh the boo. number one movie in the country is boo 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 a medea halloween mm-hmm have you ever seen a Medea movie? Mm-mm. I, I think either. it's Medea. Medea? Mm-hmm. Oh, oops. Uh, uh. So clearly you haven't. Like, I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to see Jack Reacher. I'll see that on cable. Like, there's just nothing to see. So I have uh, a stack of movie passes. If anybody wants them. I fucking want them. Oh, okay. Sully? Nope. Yeah, why? It's not in theaters anymore. It's not? I don't think so. Um. Yeah, nothing. So, 
and yeah. and nobody's tweeted in any movies to see, so I don't think that I'm crazy here. Somebody, oh wow, Moonlight's out, and it has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. But isn't that a documentary or? It's uh, a three-part narrative spanning the childhood, adolescence, and adulthood of an African American man who survives Miami's drug-plagued pla- inner city, finding love in unexpected places, and the possibility of change within himself. Does he have a machine gun? I don't think so. Out. Okay. Um, I get that. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward. It's an all-black cast. Oh. Okay. Out? Out. No, I don't see see black movies. I don't see... I only see movies that have 100% Asian people in it. Asian-American people. No wonder you haven't been going to fucking movies. Yeah. So... Like, where's Fresh Off a Boat coming for Theatos? I don't have an Asian... (laughs) <laughs> I don't have that voice in my repertoire. <laughs> it felt bad while I was doing it. No, it is it's okay. I I just listened to my mom and so nothing Yeah. Yeah. Nothing could possibly hurt you now. Yeah. Actually my mother brought down the house with her speech. I bet. For the record. Um The Arrival is the w- only movie I want to see. That's Well, who's in that? Uh Amy Adams. Not to be confused with Isla Fisher. Isla? Isla Fisher, who is the wife of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Need a mind-blowing gift for your family? What's Come happening? Okay, clearly we're going off the rails here. I'm giving up... Do we have ads now? Are you getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That candy don't buy itself. Um, by the way, have you heard of Stamps.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me more. Stamps.com, you can do all your posts from your house. Really? And you I know that because I got a good night's sleep on a Lisa mattress. Oh, really? I got one on a Casper mattress. Oh, yeah. No, I was yeah. talking about Lisa. They you can try it for 100 days and get if you're dissatisfied during it that time, you can send it back for a full refund. I'm pretty sure that Lisa has something similar to that. And really? it gets delivered to your house in a mini refrigerator-sized box. I hear that their s- website was done by Squarespace. Ah, Squarespace. Squarespace. Powered by the most... Also, by the way, you know what I use? MailChimp. <laughs> MailChimp. MailChimp? I actually use MailChimp. I actually use... (laughs) 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 Fucking cereal! (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I started listening to the first episode of the second season of Cereal, and they didn't have the MailChimp, and I was like, I'm out. Oh, good reason. It does come back in, like, the second or third episode. Does it? I also didn't find myself very interested in the subject matter. It's not as compelling as the first one. No, because it's about, you know, so, like, I'm just like, they'll make a movie about this if this matters. If if this matters, they'll make a movie about. <laughs> like I don't read the news. If it's something important, two years later they'll make the they make a movie you about it. You tell me when Jeremy Renner cares about this, yeah, okay? Yeah. When when Mark Wahlberg does a movie that you know, then I'll know that the Lone Survivor actually happened. Then I'll know that Deepwater Horizon actually happened. Yeah. So think. Yeah, I'll just wait for one of those guys to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of those two. One of those two. Yeah. Mark Wahl. Well, if it's gonna win an Oscar, it'll be Jeremy Renner. Oh, right, right, right. If it's going to just be a movie, <laughs> um, it'll be Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Does he win Oscars? He does not win Oscars. Oh, man. He doesn't, he doesn't even get nominated. All right, dude. He might have tried. He, uh, I'm sure he's tried really hard, but he's not been nominated. But you know what? I think he's okay with it. I think his life is pretty good. He's he, fine. He's got Wahlbergers. He's in good shape. Mm-hmm. He's got three nipples. No, he doesn't. He does. What? Look it up. Third Why? nipple. 
Mark Wahlberg height. Nope. Come on. Oh, God. Mark Wahlberg third. Yep. It's not coming up. So I think you're wrong. Mark Wahlberg third nipple. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just a fucking mole. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm not wrong. He's known for his third nipple. This is so many. This is like a Mark Wahlberg shirtless overload for me right now. Do you think he just made made it up so that people would take more pictures of him in shirtless? He made it up. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, yo, just so you know, <laughs> down here in the streets <laughs> of Boston, I got a third nipple." Spot on. I know. File it away. Shit. <laughs> I'm so much bigger than <laughs> I am. <sighs> um, okay, let's wrap things up. This has gone off the rails long enough. <laughs> um, oh, do you have anything to plug? Are you are you going up much these days? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> is there a reason? <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm focusing on writing. Oh, what are you writing? Kiss <sighs> of shit. Um... <laughs> You don't have to talk about that, but uh, MeUndies, <laughs> yes, Tyson, you're right. Oh yeah, didn't Steve Kruger actually wear MeUndies? No, didn't, it didn't was. I hear that? Uh, no. Oh, um. Or Bill wore Bill, MeUndies. Bill, Bill wore MeUndies. MeUndies. Yeah, it's made from the softest fiber that you'll ever feel against your balls. They're comfortable. They're comfortable, and they're uh, they they breathe and and they they will send you one every week. If you so choose. And they have matching ones for male and female. Oh. If you guys want to have matching little panties. Um. I'm working on uh, a new f- a new film project. A, f- a it film? It is a remake of the last film project I worked on. Oh, um, but expanded. But with a different director and a little bit different of a storyline. So this one will be better. And uh, I am working on another script, but it does not matter. It's not worth talking about right now because, because it it's hasn't been written. Who yet. the fuck isn't working on a script? I'm not. Sure. Yeah. Not one. Mm-mm. Not even one script. Nope. Nope. <sighs> that that will be my 28 day thing later on. So 20. That's what I should do. 28 days in not working. On, well, no, I I do that often actually. But to to finish the script, um, oh, and Chris Brown said that the um, uh, the accountant was better than uh, he was expecting, and oh yeah, and okay, so just one last thing, um, blueapron.com. Blue yeah, <laughs> they serve like great meals delivered to your door, perfectly portioned. I see that on Pinterest all the time. Yeah, apparently the working stuff. conditions at Blue Apron are heinous. Really? Yeah. They don't pay their workers very well and they um it's very very uh labor intensive work. Well, cuz you're packing up meals. Yeah. And like you're putting a teaspoon of soy sauce into a plastic container so that somebody can use it and like half a pinch of salt in uh, a its own little glass bottle. It takes the fun out of cooking, doesn't it? It totally does. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh but it was I had one one of the meals there. How was it? It was all right. 
I went over to a friend's house and she was like, I'm going to cook you some lunch. I was like, that sounds great. And I show up and it was like this gorgeous like pork tenderloin. I was like, what the hell's going on? She's like, oh, I had blue apron. I was like, oh, look at you. Because yeah. I was like a super impressed and also kind of caught off guard by someone serving me perfectly executed pork tenderloin for lunch. Um, so make sure impress you your friends. Yeah. Make them feel uncomfortable almost with the meal that you gave them. Make sure you use the code Nooner Podcast when you sign up and you get nothing. And you'll get you a get little n- red asterisk saying, like, what? code is not valid. <laughs> because nobody sponsors any podcasts on this network because... You know, people ask, itself. like, why don't we do, like, a live show? Because no one will come. No, you know what? Every fucking show we do is live. So oh. And, you know, and we have an open door policy. Peter WG just walks right in whenever he wants. So, um, we, you know, we have audiences um, slash participants. So, um, I will be... Oh, uh, my plug is I'm going to be uh, giving out uh, candy on All Saints Day. Isn't today All Saints Day? All Hallows Eve. Oh, All Hallows Day. Give me out candy. Today is the, the Hallows Day. So knock. Don't even have to wear a costume. Knock, and I will give you uh, almond joys and uh, the the peanut butter Snickers because I don't care for those. I didn't. I'm not even fucking try them. Yeah. So um, those. That's if you're so interested. That's what I'm doing today. All right, guys. Oh, God, the sun's coming. The sun is coming out. Oh, God. It's time to go. It's time to go. So uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Go vote. Tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.